Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Put Me Over Podcast, episode 76. We're on the pile driver side. I'm your host, Andrew Gomez, a.k.a. The Mez, joined today by my lovely, wonderful, beautiful co-host to my right. He is the 10th wonder of the world. He is the puncher of walls. Dicklicious himself, Richard Garcia. Oh, man, that is quite an intro, my friend. We are at episode 76. And also joining us on the show today, you know him, you love him. He's not here. Sorry, Byron's not on the show today. Uh, swerve. We call that in the wrestling business a swerve, everybody. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, but we got a lot to talk about. Actually, we don't have a lot to talk about. Uh, we have a lot to talk about for next week. Uh, not a lot happening this week. We do have some news, some late-breaking stories that we're going to get into. Um, but, you know, so is life. We're just in that transitional period to next week. I mean, this is the last week of September. Everything changes come next weekend. Um, did you wake up um, Green Day? Because September's ending. Did you wake? Did you wake him up yet? Not quite yet. Dude. We're gonna wake up. We're gonna have to wake him up though. We gotta wake up uh, Billy Joe. Uh, but yeah, welcome to the show, guys. Lots to talk about this week, guys. Uh, but let's not waste any time. Let's give it up to our sponsors, LaPelia.com. If you're ever in the market for some wrestling merchandise, look no further. Go to LaPelia.com. Use our promo code PUTMEOVER, and in turn, that website will put you over and give you 20% off your entire order. Uh, they got a lot of cool shit dropping very soon, so I would definitely go to their Instagram, follow them, turn those notifications on. That way, they don't sell out before you can grab anything. Uh, little Birdie told me some cool shit's coming, so I'm going to listen to that Little Birdie. And as you should, you should follow that Little Birdie as well. And speaking of LaPel, yeah... Next week, next Wednesday. Ooh, good segue, Dick. Next Wednesday. If you're in the L.A. area, if you're in the San Gabriel Valley, grill them all. They're going to have uh, on Wednesday, Wednesday from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. the debut viewing party of AEW. Sponsored by LaPelia. Sponsored La by LaPelia. That Sponsored is by Violent amazing. Miracle. Uh, we're going to be there. The yes. Pumaver Boys will be in the house. I'm thinking about doing like some post-show video that we can put on the YouTube channel. A- absolutely. If you guys are in the area, stop by. Come say hi to us. I'm, I'm definitely going to be there, uh, and so is Andrew. And um, just come by, grab a beer, eat a burger, and let's watch some wrestling. Let's make, let's watch some history happening. I love Grill 'em All. They're not a they're not a sponsor yet. Yes. Um, but Grill 'em All, they not only are they they big metalheads, uh, but they love pro wrestling. So that's right up our alley. And wrestling, make, wrestling, and metal, and burgers, and they make a damn good burger. Oh my. Um, so yeah, definitely come out to the watch party next Wednesday. It's free. Gonna, there's going to be giveaways. Go to the Facebook Lapelia Facebook RSVP. When you RSVP, you will get a ticket, and with that ticket, you show them you RSVP'd, and you're going to get free stuff from Violent Miracle and Lapelia. Um, that's probably limited too, so act quick on that. Um, also, give it up to our other sponsor. Did you have anything to add for that, Dick? No, that's. I would say. I would say arrive early if you can. Oh yeah, I I plan on showing up extra early for that. Um, space is li- very limited. It's not a very yes. big building. Um, also, give it up to our other sponsor, Grudge Match Brand Apparel. Go to their Instagram, follow them, turn their notifications on because they have hot shit dropping. I I feel like on the weekly. Um, shirt four is coming out very soon, um, so definitely go check out Grudge Match Brand on Instagram. Um, you're not going to regret it. If you like punk rock and wrestling, these, this is the brand for you. Um, great people running a great new business. Uh, we fully support them. Also, give it up to our third sponsor, 
Just kidding. No, no third sponsor. That's what we call a swerve in the wrestling business. Uh, let's get into some news. I feel like it's time to get into some news. How are you feeling, Dick? Do you got- I, I feel like this episode is uh, produced by Vince Russo. Vince Russo is an executive producer on the Put Me Over podcast now. Uh, so definitely give him a follow. Swerve, Swerve! again. Don't do that because Vince Russo is a giant asshole. Uh, bro. But, I mean, come on, bro. 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 You mean to tell me that wasn't a work, bro? That was a work shoot, bro. Anyways, that's my Vince Russo impression. Uh, but without further ado, let's get into the news. Let's get into some dicks, dirty news. What? Take it away, Dick. And you know what, dude? I would never Vince Russo you. I would never swerve anyone when it comes to the news because this is all legitimate right here, brother. This is a straight shoot, brother. Straight shoot right we here. We keep it kayfabe. There's no swerving here. No swerving involved, brother, especially when it comes to this segment. And um, just when you guys thought that the rest of the, the week was going to be so busy with wrestling, oh. now there's going to be even more involved. So much happening. There's so much happening. I mean, we got Raw Mondays. Um, Impact. I mentioned, uh, oh, yeah, mentioned like, last week or so. Let's talk about how busy we're going to get. It's going to get busy. Um, I mentioned that um, Axis had bought, um, I'm sorry, Impact or Impact's parent company. Uh, Anthem. Anthem. Sorry. So Impact's parent company, Anthem, uh, purchased uh, Axis a couple weeks ago. We reported that. And that damn owl. Now the ramifications are set. So Impact Wrestling is going to be moving to Tuesdays at, in late October. I feel like Impact's just getting the scraps of they whatever's are, left for the week. They are. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, uh, Tuesdays. Uh, Tuesdays in October. And um, if you've been keeping track with Impact and what t- uh, dates they've been airing, when it first started, they they debuted on pretty much every day of the week. They debuted on <laughs> Saturday. They debuted on Friday. They debuted on Wednesday. They debuted on Monday. Remember when they debuted on Monday to compete with uh, Raw? They tried. And they failed miserably. They, uh, they tried to WCW it. And they got WCW. They got WCW. Went back to Wednesday. They pretty much were on every day of the week except Sunday. So now with Tuesday, they're going to be on Tuesdays starting um, on October 22nd with um, with with their pre-show. And then officially as of the 29th. So at the end of the month, they're going to go ahead and go Tuesdays permanently. And I feel like Tuesday is a good spot. It, it really is because... Um, Tuesdays was it was an established wrestling day for, for some with SmackDown. SmackDown. And now that SmackDown's moved to Fridays... It leaves it wide open. But if you look at the bigger picture, there's wrestling every single day of the week now. It's it's way too much. Like, this podcast can't cover everything. No. Uh, and nor should the average wrestling fan. I mean, I, there's no way one person or I don't care how big of a wrestling fan you are. You're not going to be able to watch every single every single show every day of the week and try to and, and try to keep up with it. There's just no way you have raw Mondays impact on Tuesdays. And then you have the Wednesday Night Wars on Wednesday with the AEW and NXT. Thursdays, um, speaking of which, NXT UK is going to be moving to Thursdays from now on because there's no there's no reason for them to be even be on Wednesdays to begin with. Yeah. So Thursdays with NXT UK. Fridays, Smart move. Fridays with SmackDown and I th- with 205 Live as well. Saturdays with uh, New Japan. And then you have Sundays, which is basically going to be for uh, the pay-per-views. Yeah. For the WWE pay-per-views. Also, New Japan... And women of wrestling, wow, as well, and we're not even including MLW as well. No. So it's just insane. Like it's just really hard to keep up with the, with anything. You're not even counting Ring of Honor. That's true. That's like 
It's way too much. And and this this goes to show you how ice cold Ring of Honor is as a, as a product. That we're not even we're rarely talking about Ring of Honor. There's just no heat whatsoever with them. No, I mean other than Villain Enterprises, I don't know really anything that's going on in Ring of Honor. Uh, Marty Scroll is trying his damnedest, but his contract's running out um, pretty soon. So where is he going to go? Is he going to join his buddies? Is he going to hold it down in ROH? Who knows? Who knows at this point? I mean, he may even join WWE. He may even join WWE. He may go to NXT Ooh. as well, uh, or even the main roster. We uh, there's a lot to be determined with it. Um, but yeah, it's it's going to be really interesting, and that just goes to show you how cold Ring of Honor is right now at the moment. And just a few years ago, um, we thought they were on the up and up. They had a working co- and, and and another thing, what's up with them in New Japan? Like, um, it seems like they're kind of phasing themselves out right now. Will they be working together, or will um, New Japan finally be say, you know what, we're going to go somewhere else and um, work with an, have another partnership here in the U.S. It's going to get quite interesting coming up in uh, coming up in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, um, and I feel like wrestling right now is just in a holding pattern for the nuclear bomb that's dropping next week. Right, uh, th- and uh, this th- like this week, um, if you look at the if you look at both Raw and SmackDown, and even to a, even to a lesser extent NXT, it, this has just been like a, a the lame duck week because come come next week, come come Monday. It's gonna get it's gonna get real hot real quick. Everyone's loading up their guns. Yes. pretty much. Um, yeah. So, Impact will debut on October twenty second after their uh, Bound for Glory pay per view. I'm gonna set the DVR. I might get around to watching it, but yeah, really, who has enough time? Who has enough time to watch every single show? Um, especially when a lot of it isn't that great. I mean. Impact might have its 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 great moments, but no one's talking about Impact. Raw Raw this week Raw usually isn't great. Uh, SmackDown, I feel like I feel like SmackDown is gonna be the new A show. It it really is, and I think it has to be because it has a way bigger reach as being on network television than Raw does. If you know, you can watch you can watch SmackDown with bunny ears or whatever digital. You don't need a cable subscription it's, it's, to watch. It's it. on network TV as opposed to cable TV. Yes. So, uh, it, it, by in theory, it should reach a wider audience. But I just want to go back to um, Impact real quick. Um, they're going to be on Tuesdays, but they are going to lose one of the biggest stars, uh, Johnny. Um, oh yeah, Johnny Impact, Johnny Mundo, John Morrison, Johnny Nitro, whatever you want to call him, John Hennigan. The John Johnny P word. Johnny is what P they call word, him basically. in Baldwin Park. Johnny P word basically. <laughs> he's um he's has signed with WWE. It was official as of today. Um it just seems like there's just a lot of breaking news that that has happened today. So he's going to sign with WWE as far as the contract uh, situation goes. We don't know what how many years or how much it's, it is, but um he is going to be returning back to um to the big show to a, a to uh a, a better term. Where do you term. think he goes? SmackDown, Raw or NXT? That's a good question. Like, what would benefit him the most? I, I honestly think that I would say... I think NXT. I would say NXT, but with the roster... I mean, with the roster that he, that that's with NXT right now, he would benefit the most from that. I think he could contribute more to NXT as opposed to Raw or SmackDown, where I feel like if he goes to Raw oh. or SmackDown, even if both shows, he, he, would def- he would not be... He would definitely get lost in the, the shuffle. He would definitely be lost in the shuffle. I would see like almost kind of akin to what it was uh, before he left to begin with, where he wasn't happy with the situation and with where he was at in the pecking order. 
Look at what they did with Lashley when he came over from Impact. Yeah. Lost in the shuffle. He got lost in the shuffle. I mean, they gave him this brief push, and... Now he's not even on. He's not even on um, Raw or SmackDown for that matter. No, I he might be dealing with an injury. But even before that injury, um, he was doing what tug of war with Braun Strowman, just really lame stuff. Um, so I think I think NXT, especially heading into this war uh, with a guy like John Morrison, um, I think I think it help out NXT immensely. Um, and I don't. I think he would be great there, especially because he's an established star. Going to NXT on USA, uh, that's another bullet in the chamber for NXT. I, I yeah, I mean they're they're definitely. I mean if that's the case, they're definitely lo- definitely loading their roster more and more. Um, but either way, wherever he goes, um, I think he'll contribute some way. But my money would be definitely on NXT. I think he will contribute the most. Yeah. Uh, what else we got, Dick? All right. So um, speaking of moves, WWE did announce today via their social media that. There's going to be some change. It's been rumored for about the past couple of weeks as far as uh, announcements, as far as the broadcast announcements. Um, but it is official as of today. Again, I mean, there's a lot of news that, ha- that did drop as of today, and we're recording as of Thursday. Raw, they're, uh, they're an announced team as of, um, I believe, as of October. It's going to be as of October. The new announced team is going to be Vic Joseph and um, what's his name? Madden. Um, Dio Madden. Dio Madden. I, are they the 205 Live guys? Uh, Dio Madden was the 205 announcer for a little bit. He, I mean, he just barely started with the company. Yeah, I don't, I don't know him at all. And I only know him is that uh, he was Brilliant Williams. Uh, he, he was in the NFL, and he recently joined WWE, and he started doing um, the commentary team for um, 205 Live. He's gonna be promoted to the main roster, to to Raw, along with Vic Joseph, and then he'll be joined by Jerry the King Lawler. So it looks like they're gonna have a three man commentary team. Okay, which is quite interesting to to have that to have those three guys in there uh thrown in there who who would you rather have on your announce booth jr or or jerry the king if i had to choose between the two yeah i would go with i don't know i mean because when i saw really bad when i saw king last time he wasn't too bad jr though he has his days and some are good but when he has when when it's bad it's just like He's not the JR of old. I don't. I, I. don't know. I mean, I. I hate to pick because I. I think both of them together. They're. They're like. They're. They're the best. But I don't know, man. That's just so tough to pick. I. I. I if. If you tell me right now, pick. Pick one gunpoint in my head. I, I'll probably go with JR, just because of the fact that he's. He's doing it more often than the King, but the King is still witty though. The King, can can still be as witty as he was before, but. He hasn't done a weekly announce show in a long time. He hasn't been a weekly announcer in in a, in a while. Um, it's I don't know. I think I think I go, I I. It's hard because as uh, as lazy as we think that Jr. has gotten, um, Jerry the King Lawler uh, doesn't really add much but like corny dad jokes and gets overly excited for stuff. And I don't and, and I and I know for sure that he does not watch the product. No, he he probably doesn't even care about it. So Actually, he was pissed off that they broke the the throne because that's the one he uses for King's Court. Yeah, they did. Uh, he was not very happy with it. He uh, did post it online that that uh, throne's been used um, for his segments for the King's Court. I think I would go Jr. I think I would go Jr. on that one. Just the fact that he's he's been doing it more often. At least he's consistent. He's getting the groove back um, because, however lazy as we think he is or un- uninterested sounding, he's still fucking jr and he can right. call a damn good match 
And on, on the SmackDown side, it's going to be Michael Cole, Corey Graves, and Renee Young. So basically taking the Raw broadcast team and moving to SmackDown. Exactly. The new A-show. The new A-show. So that's going to be on Raw. NXT is going to be the same. Um, come next week, it's going to be Marlon Ronaldo, um, Nigel McGuinness, and Beth Phoenix. So that's going to be the, um, the, the team for, um, for NXT. Um, conspicuous by his absence is going to be Tom Phillips. Oh, that's right. I forgot about him. He's the one that has that, that's going to be missing out. What's going to happen with Tom? What, where's he going to go? He's going to go on an airplane and send pictures of himself and tell other people he's going to fuck him in the face. Probably. Fuck. I, I don't blame him. <laughs> did, you, did you remember that? No. There was like a, during the whole Me Too thing, um, someone posted pictures of him with like, he had like a, he had like a neck pillow on and he had like a weird face on his, he had like a weird face on and he said, God, I want to fight, face fuck the shit out of you. He's a married man, by the way. Wait, this wasn't this, to his this wife. This sounds familiar. It wasn't to his wife. It was like some other chick. I don't know. Was this, was this on Twitter? Uh, yes. I believe it was leaked on Twitter. I th- oh, you know what? Yeah. Okay, now now it's starting to come back to me. That's right. I forgot all about that. Yeah. So maybe he's going to go face fuck some people. I don't know. I mean, he's not going to be on TV, so why not? Maybe. Yeah. Where where would they plug him into? Uh, I mean, I, I was surprised by that because I'd figure he would go on, like, he would go on, um, on Raw if that's the case, if they're going to do a switch. Have him go on Raw. Because he's like... He's the best announcer other than Mauro Ronaldo. I, I I would take Tom Phillips over Cole any day. Absolutely. As I, far I, as like I, the lead man. As far that yeah, his I mean his his ring on SmackDown, like I thought it was fine. Like I had no problems with Tom Phillips whatsoever. Um maybe but, he'll become like a, a understudy just in case, you know, they're like, Oh, Vic Venom or Vic Joseph. Vic Venom, remember Vic Venom? That's Vince Russo, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Swerve, bro. Uh, we got swerved again. <laughs> Uh, Vic Venom, uh, maybe he he'll get a uh, Vic Joseph. Maybe he'll be like, maybe Vince will be like, I don't like this guy after all. Let's get Todd back in here. Tom, Todd Pettingill, Todd Pettingill. Oh man, Bring God, Todd, Todd Pettingill back, please. He was back for a little bit a couple years ago for uh, he did it like a one time thing. Uh, was it like uh, the uh, Raw Old School or something like that? I think it was one was Raw Old School and then he did like I th- I could have sworn maybe they did like an in your house segment or something like that. But I remember he was back one time. But um, but we're digressing. So this uh, announced team, it's going to be quite interesting. I'm interested. Color me intrigued. Intrigued. I mean, I I just want to see how the uh, new Raw announced team is going to be like. Um, Vic Joseph's not too bad. Um, Especially when you think of SmackDown or you think of Raw, you think of Michael Cole. Michael Cole's been the lead man for forever. I feel like he's been there longer than Jr. has, which is crazy. That's crazy to think about. Because that he has no, you think of Jr. You think of all of like his his like legendary calls. Right. Michael Cole doesn't have a single one. Like from the time he was other than Boss Time, or or um, Big Dog, or just any of those. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll give you drop one. zone. I'll give you one. For the love of mankind, when Shane went through the cell at WrestleMania 32, and that was clearly written because he was look they 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 got a shot. They of did catch him. You're right. He was reading yeah. the script. Um. But Michael Cole, Michael Cole is no Jr. for sure. And I, the and the biggest difference between Jr. and Michael Cole was that Jr. had credibility because he was he grew up watching wrestling. He grew up in the business. Well, Michael Cole was in Iraq for the Desert. He was Storm. a news. He was a news reporter that happened to transition into transition. the wrestling bis, into the wrestling business. Um, for you know, for all the shit that we give Michael Cole. 
he he's doing the best that he can given the circumstances that he's in. Yeah, I think with Michael Cole without a script, there's been a few instances like uh, network specials or whatnot where he actually can do a good job. I thought his time on SmackDown with, with him and Taz when they were when yeah. they were carrying SmackDown, I thought he did. I thought he did really good. Um, definitely not Jr. And I and I think that's and and that's not too. That's not so much his fault as that he was put in that situation and the fans were always going to compare him and Jr. together. And that was just that he was not going to win. Those are big, uh, big boots to fill. Absolutely. And uh, speaking of WWE, since we got more WWE news, we now know that um, they're going to be having a uh, new t- a new studio show that's actually going to be hosted in the Fox Studio in LA. Wow. With uh, Booker T and Renee Young, and that's going to be debuting on Tuesdays, actually starting November fifth on FS1. How is Renee going to do both? I don't know. You know, it's it's very possible because. She's going to be doing SmackDown on Fridays, and then um, she's going to have to fly out to L.A. every every Tuesday to um, to do the show, unless she happens to live in L.A. Um, that's still going to be a lot of traveling for her. Um, but we'll see how this goes. I mean, I'm kind of intrigued to see where the, how this show is going to be. If it's going to be anything like um, Talking Smack in the beginning, where it's just more of like a free-roaming style, where they kind of like do like an analyzation of... Um, of 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 the WWE, then this could get interesting. It could, if it's if it's not scripted, overly scripted, then we'll see where this goes. But my biggest concern is that Vince may get his hands on it, and he may not like how it's too free. He wants like some sort of structure. Yeah, yeah. And and classic Vince, we're like, okay, we can't say this, or we can't um, talk about anyone else other than WWE. Just stick, keep it in the bubble. Will people be intrigued? That's the thing. Um, if it's like talking smack, I'm down. I would I, I would actually be down. Speaking of Todd Pettengill, if this was like WWF Livewire, remember Livewire where they yes. have people call in or they take email questions and just talk about the product, talk about the storylines that are going on. I'm all for that. I I think that'd be cool. Uh, but like you said, if Vince McMahon gets his hands on I, it. I think if they do that, though, they're going to have to heavily um, screen the, the, the calls and the emails and the text messages that come in. Oh, 1,000%. You're only, it's, it's just like... Who are the biggest trolls on the internet? Probably wrestling fans. Probably re- absolutely wrestling fans. And you know, if you give a wrestling fan a, a live, uh, a live call, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna abuse it. I mean, I'm, I'm sure ninety percent of the questions are gonna be about AEW. <laughs> yeah, uh, which they're not gonna address. Abs- absolutely not. Uh, but I mean, more wrestling shit to watch. Um, I'll definitely set my eight DVR for this one too. Uh, what else we got, Dick? Cody, he, uh, he did post this uh, yesterday on his Twitter. He released a really, really passionate statement. I happened to read it. I read it yesterday, and I just thought that was uh, very, very touching, and it, and it seemed like it came from the heart. So I'm just going to go ahead and um, kind of read it real quick. Um, he did post it yesterday on his uh, Twitter account. We're eight days out from the most significant night in wrestling in my lifetime. I just wanted to share these thoughts with our credible fans whose unbridled passion and support have led us to this moment. This raging fire within wrestling today ignited long before I hit the independent scene. There was the hot ticket and style of PWG, Coca-Cola building a brand for himself without the reliance of a large corporate backer. The narrative pipe bomb promo that spoke heavy truths into our business. The Young Bucks creating a vlog to connect deeper with the fans and much more. Um, and basically, he goes in saying like, he's really he's like this is his 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 pet project right here. This is his dream project, and um, he really he, he name drops his dad. As far as his biggest influence, and, and rightfully so, you know, it's being, a dream. Yeah, being the son of the American dream, he has lofty standards to live up with, and um, 
I feel like he is coming from the heart. Um, he he did mention about how 2015 was such a shitty year for him. Uh, he lost his dad. He um, felt lost in the shuffle in the business, and that he needed a change. And um, him being released was probably the best thing that ever happened to him, and that led to his um, his 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 road his road to redemption in in a way. Um, I don't know if those are uh, remember when he first got released, he created a list as far I as what he that. wanted to do. And one of them on the list was definitely uh, Russell Badavole. Um, the streamer thing. The streamer thing. Uh, he, Kurt, he wanted to wrestle Kurt Angle. He wanted to wrestle Kurt Angle. I th- did he wrestle Kurt Angle? I'm trying to remember. If he, oh, he, yeah, he checked I'm all sure the boxes. I'm sure he did. So yeah. it was all checked off. Um, and then AEW fell in the lap, and he wanted to start his own wrestling uh, promotion. So it was definitely like a, a, a love letter to uh, the fans and, to, and also at the same time a promotion to – you know, come watch AEW if you're tired of what's going on. Come give us a chance, and you know, hopefully you like it. I, I felt he was being 100% legit, like like from the heart. Yeah, if you get a chance, go to his Twitter and, and read the whole statement because it's definitely something that will let it, – it, it pumped me up for AEW. It let me know that, you know, he really cares about this project. It's not just a way to go against WWE and a way to, like, right. uh, you know, make some money. He's very passionate about uh, the direction that his career's taken and, you know, all the the fans and the, the workers and everybody involved. Um, he really believes in this project. And it, it started a, a, a little movement uh, yesterday online with the I'm with AEW. It was, it was uh, trending worldwide, uh, hashtag I'm with AEW. And uh, a lot of fans were uh, reposting it, and they were all showing their support. Hopefully, um, in Cody's eyes and in uh, Tony Khan's eyes as well, it translates to uh, to big ratings that come come Wednesday. You know who retweeted it and with the uh, the hashtag I'm with AEW. Who? Mers. He Legendary did. Legendary LA hip hop. Mers three sixteen uh, himself. Mers three sixteen himself uh, tweeted that. Uh, and I'm I'm a big Mers fan. Um, I'm a big. He's a big Galaxy fan, and now he's an AEW fan. He's Mers is I a love huge wrestling fan. Um, you know, for those for those that are unaware, um, like Andrew said, he is a he is a he is a rapper from LA. Um, one of his albums it was Mers three sixteen. Yes, and he named it absolutely after um after Stone Cold Steve Austin, and I'm sure also the the um the Bible verse uh, John three sixteen, but more so um Austin three sixteen. Um, he does reference a lot of wrestling in, into his um, into his music. In fact, he did work with John Cena. Word life. So him and John Cena are actual friends. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, he helped uh, John Cena out with his uh, hip hop album. I did not know that. Five. That shit was actually kind of fire. Yeah. I, that that you could thank Merce for. You could thank Merce for that. Well, yeah. I I, I definitely hear the the beats are definitely not like mainstream hip hop beats. Mm-mm. Well, for 2004 standards, at least. Right. Um. What else we got, Dick? You know, I think I think we pretty much covered what we needed, dude. Those are like the major stories. There's a lot more that we could talk about. Jose Canseco is gonna have his oh. WWE or not WWE. He's gonna have his wrestling debut. Um, I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah, Jose Canseco. He's gonna be debuting for World Class Revolution Pro Wrestling in Oklahoma. It's Jose Canseco. I don't know. Um, he's he definitely fits the build of a wrestler. He yes. definitely fits a build of a older wrestler. Um, that did steroids a lot when in his youth. Um, he's ripped to shit still. Um, this this is definitely a stunt. Um, but who knows? Maybe Jose Canseco could be the next Batista. Yeah, and they and they did release a statement. Um, I'm just gonna paraphrase it real quick. It's gonna be um, November 3rd in 
looks like it looks like it's gonna be in Oklahoma. Where's it gonna be exactly though? World class Ardmore, Oklahoma. So November third in Ardmore, Oklahoma, uh, they're gonna have an Oklahoma four, and that's when Jose Canseco is gonna make his uh, debut. So um, that's gonna be interesting because Jose Canseco's had a very interesting post baseball career. Hold on, before we get into this, I'm seeing that it's a the first Oklahoma Jose Canseco home run derby. So is it gonna be hitting, wait? Is it gonna be hitting dingers or is it gonna be wrestling? Okay, <laughs> you know what, dude? He might be doing both because uh, let me, let me, I'll read the I'll read the statement real quick. So I read the headline and I was yes. like, Jose Canseco. But so I'm gonna read the headline that, that they uh, that they produce. World class revolution is very proud to announce Oklahoma Four, November third, two thousand nineteen, will be the professional oh. wrestling debut of former MLB superstar Jose Canseco. We will also present the first Oklahoma Jose Canseco Home Run Derby on November 2nd in Ardmore, Oklahoma at Ardmore Regional Park, where a portion of the proceeds will be donated to uh, charity. So he's going to be doing double duty, hitting dingers and hitting dingers. Yes. So my question is, will, will, the, um, will the Home Run Derby be a work or a shoot? <laughs> it's wrestling, baby. It's, it, everything's, a sh- it's, everything's a work. It's got to be work, bro. Like oh, you think you think they're not going to put Jose Canseco over on the Jose Canseco home run derby? Is he going to be using a Jose Canseco bat? A Jose Canseco bat. I hope he doesn't get injured, dude. I mean, he could. He could. I mean, that would be like how old is Jose Canseco? He's got to be. He's got to be like in his fifties. Yeah, I don't see Mark McGuire doing doing any of this. No, he. I mean, Mark McGuire was kind of smart enough to get a, a smart and lucky enough to get a coaching uh, a coaching gig. Yeah. But um, Canseco, yeah, he like I, I mentioned a few minutes ago, he's had an interesting post baseball career. Um, you know, he was on the Surreal Life. Yeah, he did MMA. He did MMA. It looks like he could have done porn at some point. I'm pretty sure he did some sort of like amateur porn that hasn't been leaked yet. But I'm sure he's done that before. Like a like a Skinamax uh, porno. Yeah, like I'm sure with like someone from like the cast of the Surreal Life, <laughs> like Bridget Nielsen. Yeah, or um. Vern Troyer probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that would be a terrible porno though. <laughs> Rest in peace, Vern. Oh yeah, R.I.P. R.I.P. Shout us out. Yeah, um, you know he had his he had an MMA fight. Um, I think with um, I forgot his name though, but um, it was a it was a the tall Korean uh MMA fighter where he just looked like he was just he had no right to be in the ring. Oh, he fought he fought like a Glass Joe type character. Yes, and now he's gonna try his luck in wrestling, and um. Uh, Oklahoma Four. Um, you, for those who are wondering, does Jim Ross have something to do with it? And it turns out, yeah, yes, he does. As a matter of fact, he's a executive producer. He's an executive producer for um for this organization. And um, there's been a lot of uh, there's been a lot of stars that come by, but Bubba Ray Dudley, Ricochet, um, Young Bucks, Young Bucks, Kenny Omega. So it's EC three, EC three. Uh, we'll get into EC3 in a bit, though, uh, since we're since we're speaking of EC3. Oh yeah, my God! I think we're done with the news. Um, yeah, I got nothing from my producer. Pretty uh, much it, though. Let's get into Raw. Um, like we said earlier in the show, this this week for Raw and SmackDown were very lackluster. I felt like this was just a holding pattern to get to next week, which they hyped up all night. Um, do you think that there's ever been a season premiere of Raw? Other than the first episode, because it's a never-ending. There's how do you cut seasons? You know, I've I've heard them talk about season premieres over the years. They don't hi- they don't harp on it as much as this year, and I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that it's um you know 
it's uh, it's it's um the the scenery is going to be changing a lot uh, in the next couple in the next couple days. Raw's going to have a new logo. Raw's going to have a new logo. Smackdown's going to have a new logo. Apparently, there's going to be pyro now back. Uh, new sets for both shows. Um, so they're it. I feel like they're going to go in on this brand split pretty hard. You know what though? All these years they've been talking about a brand split, and a lot of the fans call bullshit on it because they don't all it, it doesn't fall through because they always fuck around with it toward the end. We've been swerved so many times with this thing. The wild exactly. card rule um, is a prime example of them not being able to stick to it. Um, and yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Time will tell. Maybe it'll last a year. Because the last the, the the last brand split when they when they when they um when they did the uh, most recent brand split. It did last for about um for for about a year or so, I mean not and not including the Survivor Series, but it did last for a little bit, but it's got to last a lot longer than, than a year if if, the, if people are going to take it serious. And now that Raw's on USA and SmackDown's on Fox, mm-hmm. it has to last longer because there's no more of the two shows being on the same network BS. Yeah, they're going to be in different ecosystems. I feel like now um, as it should. Yeah, it's. Are, are we going to see them pumping up SmackDown? Are they going to be promoting SmackDown on Fox, on USA? We're going to find out. Um, these are all questions that I have, uh, and I'm sure a lot of p- other people have. Uh, but let's let's talk about Raw and kind of what happened. The, honestly, not a whole lot. Um, they're gearing up for next week. Um, honestly, like the show is pretty much like dominated by um by by the Seth Rollins uh, Bray Wyatt feud. Seth did come out. And he was, um, he was, he he said he was not, he was, he was not afraid of Bray Wyatt. He's ready to take him on, but at the same time, it, it just seems like that whenever he does encounter the fiend, he's afraid of him. Like he's he's scared. Yeah, we'll we'll get into the the main event, um, in a little bit. But he was definitely looking like a little bitch out there. Uh, absolutely. Um, other than that, I mean, the OC lost to the Viking Raiders, um, which okay. Um, I'm gonna cut a lot of this out. Uh, let's talk about EC3. Yeah, we mentioned EC3 earlier uh, on on the show. Um, he was in a he was in a match with Rusev, and um, this is Rusev's second match from um from being back. EC3 was in the ring, and that match was just so weird in the fact that just seeing EC3 just being used in the way that he is as as an enhancement talent, he looked lost. He looked like he didn't give a shit. He didn't. The During problem, Rusev's entrance, I can't blame him. him. I, I don't blame he, him. He looked like he didn't give a fuck about. He was didn't care. I I don't blame him. I mean, after after the way he's been treated on the main roster, like you, you pretty much beat whatever whatever will he had as far as like whatever drive he had coming up to the main roster. It's all gone now, and I don't know what happened. I don't know what caused this. Um, I don't know if he did something backstage. I don't know what though. But he got squashed pretty good. He by got it. squashed really good by Rusev. He, yeah. Uh, Machka kick, a- accolade, and it was over. Um, Rusev looked strong. He looked great. But EC3 just looked like a complete fool out there. And he deserves much better than that. And, and my thing is, like, if you if you bring him up there and you're not using him, why bring him up to begin with in the first place? Like, they should have just kept him in NXT. Honestly, I'd be okay with him going back to NXT at this point. They're gonna have to do a lot of rehabbing with him if he if he does go back to NXT or smack or wherever he goes for that matter. When I think of EC3, I don't think of anything other than a Jabron, really. Now, um, and you know they could have gone so far with the EC3 
um, one percenter kind of deal. I don't. He didn't even get an entrance. I don't think did he? No, he did not. I haven't heard his entrance music in so long. Um, what else happened? Um, our Carmella is the new twenty twenty four seven champion, um, which is weird. the The thing about it is, after she won the title, because it's supposed to be for men and women, right? Across yes. all brands, anytime. Um, they send out a bunch of women, um, and Kyrie Sane for you know. <laughs> Kyrie Sane was chasing her while looking through the periscope. Are you? I didn't notice that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Which is like hilarious to me, but also says a lot about how they think of Kyrie Sane. Um, they send out, you know, Dana Brooke, the jabronis of the women, basically, are now are now chasing her. The iconics, uh, the iconics, basically anyone that you haven't seen um, in the ring was chasing him. Um, and but if men and women can fight for it, why do women have to chase the women? Now it should be open to anybody, right? You would think so because. When um, I mean, how did Carmella get the belt? She pinned Truth exactly, um, and everyone just looked at her like, "You can pin her." Hell, I, I'm, you know what? I'm so fucking done with this belt. I'm, I hate this belt so much. I hate that it interrupts matches. I hate that it's always won by a roll up. It, there's no fight for it ever. Uh, there's been one match for it, and that was Elias versus r Truth. Um, but you can win the belt, but the roll up, but that same guy that got rolled up can have like a 20 minute match. Right, I don't, I don't like it at all. I, I hate this. I, ugh, I hate this belt. I hate this whole concept. You know, at least give me a hardcore match. Like make it like a, a hardcore belt, not a a, a schoolboy finish belt. I, 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 I agree with you on the fact that they should that the schoolboy finish is played out. They need to they need to kind of change it up a little bit. Um, but when they go outside of the ring, when they go when they when they do like the segments where they're like somewhere like like last week when they were over the king where. Uh, came pinned him in in the um in the football stadium. I thought that was pretty funny. I'm like when they do stuff like that, that worked because our truth knocked himself out by yeah, running into a goal and, post. and that works. Now with Car- uh, with Carmella being champion, I don't know. I, I think the dynamics can be a lot different. But they figure, you know what? Let's give the women a chance and see what they can do. If they book the women the same way as they book the men, I don't think it's going to be as successful, and it'll just come off as a cheap copy. Yes, but I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt and let's just see what happens, and we'll go from there. But um, if they do it the same way they've done it with the men, then yeah, then that's uh, just lazy writing, and it's just not going to do them any. It's not going to do anyone any good. Yeah. Um, what else we got from this? I mean, Baron Corbin and Chad Gable um, had a match. What did you did you did you see that match at all? I, I saw that match. It wasn't as good as as last week. Um, Corbin is getting over as a heel. I feel like now I th- he's putting on good matches. He's getting he is getting he is getting better. Um, I think he he found the perfect role with him being uh the king of the ring. They changed his entrance music. Oh, they did. They changed his entrance music. Uh, he has a new like uh instead of like that, you know, Amazon looking cape. He has like a wolf skin cape. Um, and a black scepter and a bl- like he, it looks awesome. His version of uh, of the King of the Ring outfit looks awesome. I'll give him that. It does. Look, it does look. It does look pretty badass. Um, and now his music kind of starts off like regal, like King music, but then it, it's like a remix of his original theme, uh, which is dope. I I liked it. I still, you know, Corbin still is a guy that I'm not excited to watch, but he's slowly but surely winning me over. He is. Um, my thing, my concern about that though is that um, I hope that they don't they don't do a series of rematches um uh, on Raw coming uh, coming up. I hope we don't see another match next week. Um, it seems like that 
there, 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 there's one. It's Corbin got to win for the final match, and then um, Gable got to win via DQ. So they're tied up. Are we gonna see another match next week? Because um, if well, so, this one was a DQ, DQ win, right? Um, so that tells me it's gonna keep going. It's gonna keep going, and I, I just feel like if if that's the case, that's not gonna do any. It, it's not doing any favors for Chad Gable. No, um, especially when they are saying the same short jokes like, oh, you would have won, but you came a little short. Um, the d- stupid short jokes are really... It's played um, out. It's They got to be a little bit more creative than that. Um, and where where's Chad Gable's breaking point, you know? Um, up next, we had a fatal five-way number of contenders match. Um, the winner of this match is going to fight um, Seth Rollins. At the season premiere of Raw... Um, Rey Mysterio ends up uh, coming up with the win, who defeated uh, Bobby Roode, Shinsuke Nakamura, AJ Styles, and Ricochet. Uh, this was a good match. Um, There's a lot of good heat to it. But honestly, I know that The Fiend is fighting Seth Rollins at Hell in a Cell. We, we all know that. So why do I think that Rey Mysterio has a chance at winning the match uh, to become the Universal t- Champion? And same at the same thing happened on the main event, Braun Strowman versus Seth Rollins for the Universal title. We like, why am I watching this? Why do I want to waste my time? I fast forwarded it just to see the very end, uh, because I knew it wasn't going to end um, in a in a Seth Rollins beating Braun Strowman again. Right, and they they put themselves in that corner by 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 doing that match and um, announcing it so early, announcing it so announcing the Bray the Bray match so early. Um, at the same time, though, they really had no choice because it, it leaked. So they kind of had to do that. Yeah. If that's the case, then don't promote a um, a title match for that Raw before Hell in a Cell, knowing that that match is going to be heavily promoted. Don't promote that match. Maybe they should have done it after after Hell in a Cell. Maybe th- give give the give some credibility to Ray for winning, and give people you know a smidge of belief that he may have a chance to win. Because what they're doing now is that they're having it before Hell in a Cell. No one's gonna take them serious. Like, like they they are they already know that. Hey, Hell in a Cell is coming up. This match with uh, Braun and I'm sorry with um, Bray and Seth is gonna happen. There's no way that Bray's gonna win. Yeah, um, and I predict I predict next week the same thing's gonna happen that happened happened at the end of Raw this time. Uh, the Fiend came out during the match and gave Braun Strowman the mandible claw, which looked awesome. That Braun was in such a vulnerable state. I hate that he fought it for so long, and then got up after Bray moved over to Seth. Yeah, and then he had to get put down again. Which I mean, I don't know. I feel like you, you should you make gotta, the mandible you, you claw got, a little stronger you, than you that. You got to keep. You got to keep. Uh, you got to keep Braun. Ma- you got to keep Braun strong. And yeah, this was a rematch of um, their uh, Clash of Champions match. And I believe was it was it a uh, and it ended with, a, ended with uh, Bray interfering. Yeah, it was a no contest. It was a no contest. Um, um, what, re- what really killed uh, the fiend for me this week was I could see the guys with the lights on the outside moving them around. You know what I mean? Yeah, like the guys with the flashlights. They're 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 actually like they look like little little uh, computer towers with a with a. They're basically little spotlights, but you every time the camera cut wide, you could see the guys moving the lights around. Like it really kind of killed it for me. Um, but what I hated the most from this, other than Braun Strowman uh, getting up from the mandible claw so easily, was Seth Rollins screaming and cowering in the corner like a little bitch, um, just looking at uh, the fiend. Um, I th- I thought that was not how you book your almighty universal champion what do you think about it Dick? especially for um one who conquered the beast 
and now oh he was screaming and crying and yeah. like couldn't even look at him i mean i i get trying to put bray over as far as like uh this this creepy um like almost like this serial killer like you're supposed to be scared of him and that's and that's one way to do i mean like a horror movie yeah you're supposed to be scared of him, but the way that it comes off as set with seth uh doing it it just seems like it's it's just un, an unnatural and un, like unbelievable, and it makes him look it, it makes him look weaker than, than he should be. And that's the main takeaway from this. I feel yeah. like Seth looked very weak at at the end of Raw. And like we'll see what happens come come Monday, like um the the, the Monday leading up to Hell in a Cell to see what they're gonna what direction they're gonna go. So hopefully you know it, it we'll see. Like I'm I'm willing to wait till next week to see where they're gonna go with this. You know, it'd be dope that they, if they did because Ray dedicated the match to Dominic. Yeah. To, uh, on Raw. What if Dominic comes out with Ray and the Fiend goes after Dominic and fucks him up? That could happen. I could see that happening. Uh, don't want to see a Fiend versus Ray Mysterio. But the Fiend is definitely going to interfere in the match next week. It's without just, question. It's just going to happen. Yeah. Um, let's get over to SmackDown where it was another show that not a lot happened. Um, we had Dan O'Brien. Uh, fighting Eric Rowan in the beginning of the match. Um, SmackDown looked different to me this week. I don't know about you, uh, but I feel like they're already making that switch over to Fox and the way Fox wants it to be shown. Not a lot of shaky cam. Um, it looked like they weren't making as many cuts to camera one, camera two, camera three, camera four, right. camera five. Uh, they weren't doing that so much. Um, and I thought the picture quality looked a lot better. It, it did. I mean, whenever you, whenever there's no shaky cam involved, to me, it's always a much better looking uh, presentation. So, if they, if they keep that up, come um, come next week, I'm I'm all for it. Yeah. Um, basically, the match, the match. I mean, Rowan got. I mean, Rowan destroyed Dan O'Brien in this match. Um, where Dan O'Brien got his foot caught in the top rope. That looked like it sucked. It didn't look like that was planned. Um, he gave him the uh, the skull, the iron claw slam. He iron claw multiple slam. Multiple iron yeah. claw slams. One one through the table, um, one from the um, from um, the apron into the ring. Where which he, you're right, he did he did get his uh, his uh, leg caught up, which looked like it hurt a lot more than it should have. Yeah, and then followed by a third iron claw slam for the win. Um, Roman did come out to help out Daniel Bryan, and it looked like at first Daniel Bryan did not want Roman to help him, but after listening to the audience, because he asked he asked the fans, "Do you want to see us tag team against uh, Rowan and Harper?" The fans chanted yes, and it looks like we're seeing uh, Babyface Daniel Bryan come back. Yeah, which I feel like we're gonna get Vince Russo, and we're gonna get How that long? big swerve. How long though? Because I it, it just seems like this is just a swerve waiting to happen. We'll we'll find out at Hell in a Cell because it's gonna be Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan taking on Eric and Rowan Rowan and Harper. Um, wait. Right. Yeah. Yes. Rowan and Harper. Um, and I feel like that's when Brian's going to show his true colors. Hopefully. I mean, hopefully we're not just going to get a, a baby face turn. Um, so anticlimactic. Now, I, honestly, I don't care about who was trying to kill Roman anymore. I feel like that just went away. And now we're on this tr- this path. Now. And, and, and I think that's where they want uh, the fans to to believe. And then that's when the swerve is going to happen. Where like it was it was me all along. And it was me, Austin. And I've, I've said this before. Predictability is not always a bad thing. As long as it logically makes sense, yes. that's fine. I'd rather it make sense than get thrown a curveball. Even, even though this whole storyline has made little sense at all, <laughs> the ending, though, as long as the ending with Daniel Bryan uh, being the mastermind behind all this, if it makes sense, then okay, then, that, then, then that's fine. 
Yeah, because we'll, we'll we, see what happens. We've seen the, the inside job uh, where the guy got beat up going into. All right, I'm going to team up with the big baby face, and we're going to we're going to show you guys because you've been beating me up all this time, just for that guy to to double cross during the match and then just turn into a beat down. Um, we'll see. I don't know. I feel like we haven't got a we haven't got a finish to the Planets Champion yet. No, we haven't. Um, are they still calling him the new Daniel Bryan? I don't remember them mentioning the new Daniel Bryan when he was introduced, but then again, like when SmackDown did um did did um when it opened, it was an impromptu match. Yes. So I we didn't hear them say the new Daniel Bryan, and um, I want to talk about like we 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 mentioned real quick about Chad Gable. He did have a quick match with um Mike with Mike Canell. Oh my God. I'm done with Mike Kanellis. I'm just done with the short jokes. If you thought it was bad on Monday, today oh, it was, was just even worse. even worse. It was a million times worse. And especially come off with someone like with no credibility like Mike Kanellis. Who is basically the same size as Chad Gable. Yes. Um, yeah, I I I don't know. I don't like I don't like the storyline between uh Mike um and I'm really over the short jokes with Chad Gable. Um I feel like Maybe we're getting worked, bro, and we're supposed to be over these short jokes just to get him some more heat to, like, get them to shut up. Right. Uh, but at the same time, um, Mike has no room to talk about anything about Chad Gable because they're pretty much the same size. They they are. I mean, um, and, and then just the way he's been portrayed is just like, you know, you're he's tre- he's treated as uh, a beta male at this point. Oh, cuck is what beta they call cuck. him. The beta <laughs> cuck, basically. And he, him to him, for him to say that is just uh, is just rich and and I'm and I'm being very sarcastic when I'm saying that. Nakamura and Ali had a pretty good match. I w- I want to see more of that. I Sami Zayn is so even good. though it was a quick match, it was um it was it was decent. I think they're building up to a Nakamura Ali match at for uh, the IC title. Cell. Yeah, yeah at, for sure at Hell in a Cell. I I would I want to see more of that. Uh, the New Day fought the B team in a match that I totally fast forwarded. I don't blame I, you. I don't give a shit about one. I don't give a shit about the the B team, and two, like, oh, is the B team going to beat the New Day? No way in fuck is they're going to mm-hmm. beat them. Uh, so that was definitely a match that I fast forwarded. Um, let's talk about. Let's uh, just get this show let's, over let's, with. Let's talk about uh, Kevin Owens and Shane McMahon. So uh, this is this is the final segment for SmackDown. Uh, Kevin Owens comes out and he wants and he, he issues a challenge to where. Um, Shane, I'm gonna put your, your your crazy me on the line uh, with this group of lawyers. So instead of the lawsuit happening, they're gonna determine everything in a ladder match, where the papers are gonna be up on a up on a 15 foot ladder, and whoever wins, they get their stipulation. So it looks like that whoever loses is gonna be uh, gone from SmackDown or from WWE for that matter. So we all know where this is going, basically. I don't know. I mean, you think Kevin Owens is gonna leave SmackDown? You think they're gonna keep Shane around longer? There, there should. There's no reason for Shane to be around now because there's this match is gonna be so overbooked. I. This is what I think. I, I'm gonna give an early prediction. I think there's gonna be some sort of bullshit shenanigans where it's probably gonna be in a no contest, and then they're gonna have a match at Hell in a Cell. I could see that happening. I could absolutely see that happening because the fact that I mean I know they want to load the show, but this is like a big storyline that they've been building up for months. And, and, and to blow it off on SmackDown, I feel like, is a disservice to the whole 
I feel like it's a waste of time then at this point. Yeah, and, and the way like Kevin Owens when he delivered the promo to Shane, like there's only one way to end this match. My first thought was like, okay, this should be in this this should be in Hell in a Cell. Yeah. And it's not. Even though last year was it last year they were they had a Hell in a Cell match? Yeah, but I think the the, the roles were reversed. The roles were reversed. I think now would be more of a reason to have it inside Hell in a Cell. Minus the whole Charles County where Hell in a Cell match, just have the ultimatum where like loser has to leave. There needs to be a winner inside Hell in a Cell. But I mean, how many how many firing storylines are we gonna get in the past couple? And of months? I think that's a bigger issue right there is that they're relying too much on this authority firing hiring uh, storyline, and it's been played out. It's unbelievable. Like no one believes it anymore. No, because whoever whoever loses this match is gonna be back a week later. Absolutely. I agree. I, I agree with you. Um, so we'll see what happens uh, come next week. But um, my, my prediction is that I, I think there's going to be some sort of no contest. And then um, they're going to have a match at Hell in a Cell. I'm not saying necessarily they're going to be inside Hell in a Cell. But they're going to have another match at Hell in a Cell. And then hopefully from there, that's it. In, the, in this rivalry. End this. Give, put KO anywhere. Anywhere else. Um, that's pretty much the, the week... Um, next week, next week is gonna be tricky. Um, let's maybe let's you talk about NXT real quick. Let's talk about oh yeah yeah NXT real quick, which we're gonna have to make time for uh, going forward. Yeah, so uh, this this NXT it, it's a little different uh, from last week. Uh, their numbers were down a little bit, but the fact that they did get a, they did get one million viewers is still very good, very promising. Um, we'll see what happens next week. I feel like next week's gonna be a very loaded show. With limited commercial interruption, With, that's what they and, and, and that's what they uh, emphasize on a lot, and I feel like they need to do that because um, the um, the Keith Lee Donovan uh, uh, Di- Donovan dickhead Donovan dickhead <laughs> <laughs> uh, Donovan Dijak. I'm still gonna call him Donovan Dijak. I felt that match was great. It was a good match. For a, for it being a TV match, but just the commercials did kill the vibe. I mean, yeah. more so more so with NXT. Like I think that's going to be a problem with NXT is like the commercial and how they pace the commercials. I feel like it's gonna it's gonna definitely alter the matches on on TV. I thought it was weird w- watching NXT with commercials. Yes, I agree, and um, that, that that's going to be uh something that we're gonna have to get used to as fans. Because I'm used to getting a good 20 minute match with zero commercials um, the whole time. Um, but yeah, you're right. We're gonna have to get used to that. Matt Riddle is the new number one contender against Adam Cole. That's going to happen next week uh, when they go head to head with AEW. Yeah, and I thought that I thought that street fight was a little weird because it it definitely didn't last a, a, as long as uh, the week before. Yeah, and it, it was definitely in the ring. They kept they kept it in the ring. Um, Matt Riddle did beat Killian Dane um, um, with the um, with with the not the big bang attack um, with the final flash knee. Um, he got the he got the match. Him and Adam Cole did have a stare down. Adam Cole tried to punk Riddle, only for Riddle to hit him with the armbar. Um, Undisputed Era comes out, chase him away. I, it's gonna be a big match come next week. So, um, I felt this NXT it was it was fine uh, for what it was. It just seemed like it was a, just a late an, an, a, a, a holding pattern for uh, for next week. And I think this is where a lot of the fans, if they expect NXT, I think NXT in my opinion. I think it's going to be somewhere in the middle between how this show was and with last week. There needs to be some sort of middle ground for it. I'm not saying this week was bad, but I'm just saying like there, it's not going to be like this every week. You know what I, I mean? I don't think this week was a way to get people pumped up for the big show next week. I right. I feel like they didn't do much to get me excited. I mean, Adam Cole versus Matt Riddle is a big match, um, but 
I knew it wasn't going to be Killian Dane against uh, Adam Cole. No, uh, no way. Because the big money is on is on Matt Riddle, and I don't see Adam Cole losing the title. They just got draped in gold. They just got new merch printed, um, and I don't, I don't. It's going to be a great match. Easily going to be match of the night, um, but I don't see Matt Riddle winning that match. Um, but next week, next week, guys, just like on this week in wrestling, next week's podcast is going to be mega, gigantic, huge. Um, you're gonna want to you're gonna want to tune in because we're gonna have to have some programming changes, guys. Uh, going forward, I think the easiest, best way to go about all these shakeups and things that are going on across the world of wrestling, we're gonna have to cover SmackDown the week after it happened. So we're gonna be recording Thursday night. New show will come out Friday, okay? So then Friday we'll, we'll cover that night's SmackDown the following week so we'll still stick with everything um but instead of instead of covering smackdown that we would normally cover we're going to be covering nxc and aew uh, along with raw uh there's no time for impact there's no time for really anything Uh, but those are going to be the main main things we're going to be covering are are you with me on that dick yeah i'm with you on that as far i i I get what i get what you're saying there's just no way that for um for anyone to watch all that wrestling in that week you would drive yourself insane because i like having the show out on friday too yes no I'm, 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 and we'll see how this goes and, and i i, I will it's, it's, i think at this point it's just gonna have to be trial and error and it's gonna be a test run but um yeah next week's gonna be interesting um for us as far as our our programming format goes and then also just because we're we're pretty much rolling with the punches as far as how the landscape's going to change. So this is just going to, we're just going to go with it, dude. We've been a little spoiled with Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, record Thursday, have it on right. Friday. That's been perfect. Uh, we're going to have to change things up, guys, unfortunately. Hopefully um, it doesn't really do anything to the show. I think I think the show is going to run smoothly as usual. And we're going to have a whole, new, a whole new product to cover, which is exciting. Uh, thank you so much for listening, downloading, subscribing, telling your friends, telling your friends' neighbors. Um, a lot going on in wrestling. We'll see you next week, guys. There's so much happening. Uh, make sure you come out to Grilla Mall next week in Alhambra, California. We're going to be there live and in color. Uh, bring your friends. There's going to be a great night. Um, and with that being said, we are the new, 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 new world order of professional podcasting. And we will see you next week. <laughs>